a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. People on the right and people on the left are now voicing their disapproval of the way President Biden and his administration are handling the crisis at our southern border. Uh, finally, something that is uniting both Democrats and Republicans. The problem is, is how is the administration responding to all of this? We have both the normal flow that has been coming into the country, and now we have this uh, very accelerated, very high level of Haitian immigrants coming into the country. ABC News correspondent Kenneth uh, Moten reported on the Department of Homeland Security's latest immigration numbers. They're really quite startling. New numbers from the Department of Homeland Security saying since Sunday, more than 1,400 migrants have been flown back to Haiti on a dozen flights. 3,200 taken into custody but still in the U.S., preparing to be deported or placed into removal proceedings while they seek asylum. Less than 5,000 migrants, mostly Haitian, remain in this encampment, down from roughly 14,000 over the weekend. And those numbers are uh, continuing to fluctuate as uh, people continue to move into that encampment as where, well. again, it was up to 14,000 uh, there in Del Rio over the weekend. It's uh, less than that now. 1,400 flown back to Haiti. Uh, but the number that I think is frustrating to many people is that 3,200 uh, have been uh, released into the United States and have been given an order, as is typically the case, uh, to appear for a hearing at some point in the future. Now, we know the uh, the history of that, again, regardless of which administration is in power, uh, is not stellar uh, for people showing back up for those hearings. And so that is part of the problem if we're continuing to have this influx of uh, illegal, I- illegal immigrants into the country. Uh, of course, over the last several days and uh, beginning last week, Secretary Mayorkas has been testifying both in front of the House and Senate committees. Uh, He testified in the House Homeland Security Committee yesterday and talked about that the fact that uh, the migration that we are seeing into the United States is unprecedented. We um, we have not seen before um, such a a rapid um, migration, irregular migration of individuals as we have observed and experienced with respect to the Haitians who've crossed um, uh, the border in Del Rio, Texas. That has been an unprecedented uh, speed. Uh, it is interesting to note that the administration was warned and asked for help earlier in the summer, uh, recognizing this influx that was beginning to develop uh, on the border, specifically moving towards Del Rio. And again, the administration didn't act promptly on that. Although during today's White House press briefing, uh, Jen Psaki defended the Biden administration's policies 
uh, trying to convince uh, the reporters in the room that the border was not open. There certainly is not an open border. Uh, We are continuing to employ our immigration proceedings and process and restrictions at the border. And that includes uh, the implementation of enforcing Title 42, which is an authority, a public health authority. It includes uh, moving people into either uh, a process for expedited removal or removal proceedings. That is our immigration process that we are proceeding underneath. Now, we know that the immigration process is broken and again that is not a democrat or republican issue that is just an issue that needs to be dealt with and this is one of those things that uh, when i was back in washington i remain convinced i think you could solve the vast majority of the immigration issues in this country in an afternoon on the floor of the house and the senate why because everyone agrees everyone agrees we've got to fix the border we have to have a secure border Everybody agrees we've got to make it easier to come into the country legally rather than illegally. Everyone knows we need a way to be able to tell who comes in and who leaves. Uh, And it's okay. Some people just want to come in and work, and that's fine. If they want to come in and work and pay taxes and then go back home, that's fine. Uh, That's not a problem. Everyone knows that we need that. And so why does this not get done And the reason, of course, is the politics of it. Both the left and the right would rather have a talking point for political purposes than they would having a policy solution that will solve the problem. Both sides raise hundreds of millions of dollars every year on immigration as a wedge issue. Every election cycle, this is an issue. And it's used by Democrats and Republicans alike, uh, depending on which way the wind is blowing. And that is part of the problem. Now, in this current crisis, uh, it's so interesting that uh, so many of the policies uh, seem to be mirroring what the predecessor that uh, the Biden administration likes to criticize. Uh, They seem to be following a very similar path. We're going to talk about that coming up at two o'clock and how different are President Biden and President Trump on policy. That's going to surprise you. We're going to have a real think again moment coming up at two o'clock. You don't want to miss it. Uh, but let's stick with the border for a moment. Representative Dan Bishop, a Republican from North, uh, from North Carolina, asked Secretary Mayorkas yesterday if he thinks the plan of the administration is working or not working. Do the results that you're seeing and their magnitude suggest to you that your plan is wrong, that your plan is ill-conceived and is plunging the nation into a crisis? No. All right. Now, that was a very leading question from a Republican on the committee there in the House. Uh, But I was surprised that Secretary Mayorkas was just so emphatic and so swift to a single word of no, uh, because to me, that undermines credibility. Uh, And while I understand you want to be brief in responding to questions in a congressional hearing, I think it would have been an opportunity for the administration to explain some of the things that aren't working and what they are planning to do to make them work. Uh, Rather than just saying, no, our plan is working because clearly the plan is not working. Let's be just very flat out brutal and honest. It's not working. Uh, We have a problem. We have an increasing problem uh, at the border that will be a crisis if things uh, don't get shifted and turned. And it is, again, a multi-pronged issue that requires some real multidimensional thinking, not just political thinking, not just divisive politics thinking. We need some policy thinking uh, that's a little bit more creative. 
Uh, finally, Representative uh, August Pfluger, a Republican from Texas, talks about how Democrats and Republicans alike are not happy with, with what's going on at the border. Well, it's clear that it's a crisis, and President Biden getting attacked from both sides of the aisle is because he can't get a handle on this situation. You have a Democratic mayor of Del Rio, Mr. Lozano, who is, has been crying out for help. What I saw is, is just horrific on Saturday, 15,000 migrants. Meanwhile, yesterday, when asking Mayorkas a very simple question, is the border more secure under your leadership? He said, well, it's neither more secure nor less secure. I'm sorry, we have almost 1.5 million illegal immigrants as opposed to 500,000 last year. It's incredibly uh, disastrous what's going on. So, again, if you look at the numbers, the sheer numbers, uh, clearly whatever the plan is isn't working. And rather than just having a hearing, again, I always question that word. It's really not a hearing. Someone has to listen in order for it to be a hearing. But we should have something. We should have a conversation about what needs to be done at our southern border. Uh, And we can't just point at whatever the previous administration did or what the administration before that did uh neither can we just say hey this is just where we are we got to have a different kind of discussion and that probably can't happen just in front of camera lights uh, in a congressional hearing we need some real leadership from both sides of the aisle that can have an adult conversation and come forward, I know we're rolling into an election year, and that makes it even more difficult because it's actually easier to just say, well, it's politics. We're going to play it out. Maybe we'll gain control or maybe we'll lose control, and then we'll we'll deal with it then. Uh, that does not help the people at the border. That does not help the people of the United States. That doesn't make us more safe or more secure, nor does it make us more compassionate and caring. Uh, we have to have a different kind of conversation. We have to do better. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, we're going to talk about your finances and financial news, what's happening, what isn't happening, how we process all of that. Coming up next. Stay with us. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.